but uh, that DT combo is also uh, going towards my fizzy grid for Ontario, the province of Ontario. So find only finding caches in Ontario that fill uh, it, all of the 81 difficulty terrain combinations. It seems like a lot to think about, but you know, challenge caching is just, it's, it's so fun because it adds a new layer to geocaching as a hobby. It gives you new goals and new targets. It'll help you to focus and try to find caches you probably wouldn't have otherwise. And so it kind of opens up the playing board even more of that geocaching map with all those icons. Now you can like pick and choose specific ones. And, um, you know, it's not for everybody. It's for some people, not for everybody. Anyway, I'm already talking about challenge caches. Tune in or watch that podcast video because it's going to be awesome. everyone time for geocache talk whether you at work in the car wherever you are we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching if you're watching on youtube live you can be part of the adventure tonight join us in the chat room uh, and if you want to participate there it'd be wonderful uh, you can find the link to the chat room and it's on the geocachetalk.com front page if you go down a little ways behind down from the show uh you of course see our vlogger affiliates on there as well and their latest uh vlogs and then you'll notice there'll be a little link that says about the chat room so you can join us there um if you're listening later you can give us a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and that way you can get all the weekly geocache talk goodness big thanks to the travel bugs for the music and our featured patrons a holly s geodandrew direwolf 821 deuteronomy 318 sasquatch lover anje ed damon emily renee scout mom five and spire crew scrabble hounds and our new patrons catch the line look at that catch the line what do you know here he is and with us tonight <laughs> Uh, O zero Ridland kids zero O still a great one. Florida TB Hunter, the caching dead, New York, Nicole, Udak, the dig family, JB Opto, New York Jets fan, keeper of the cash flow, Geovet 91, Nitty Gritsky, E Ray Bowl, and Hoffer 15. If you'd like to become a patron, Head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new blackout coins, which should look like just like that. Wow. Oh. 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 <laughs> it's okay. There it is. There, there it, is. it is. He's got Ooh. it. Just got his oh, coin. At home. That's okay. There it is. Jeff's got his, right? We'll edit it in later. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll uh, magically put it in there on your. As you hold it up. Um, uh, other geocaching items. <laughs> find myself in the notes. Other geocaching items during the year. And I've been sending out our 
Uh, zipper pulls. There's a zipper pull right there. Those and have been showing up on social media too, oh, which is so cool. There you go. Yeah. Jeff's got his zipper pull. Woohoo! He's got he's got one to give away even tonight later. So three. You got three to give away, man. You got you got a lot of giveaways tonight. That's awesome. Um, and we're gonna do those during the show. I mean, we're not gonna do them all at the same time, right? And that's cool. They'll be great. Yeah. Um, special events. We're we keep adding Jesse. We're up to even more people for that event. Uh, I keep calling the the restaurant going um can you move us up to 85 people is that okay and they're like yep no problem like all right, what so- point does our special event go mega <laughs> right <laughs> how, i think we're how, getting close to there how many do you need for a mega right for that yeah, so. I know. no i'm never going to be hosting a mega again <laughs> no. so that is not going to happen we have great sympathy for those that do megas because yes. we know the problems. We hear about problems. We know about the problems. You know about the problems. You did 14 or you know about the craziness. Um, okay. And then um, support level start at as little as bison tube level, which is $3 a month, $3 a month. Let me welcome my co-host, Jesse. Good evening. And... I'm going to mention our guests here in a moment, but let's jump right into show 147 for May 5th. Uh, I'm wearing my Star Wars shirt. It's not May the 4th, but it's close enough. I thought I'd wear my Star Wars Revenge shirt. Revenge of the 5th. That's right. Revenge of the 5th. As we discuss the book, Geocaching Challenges, the game within a game. And joining us for the discussion is the CFO of Memphis Mafia, Christy. Hi, everybody. Good to have Christy along. And uh, also Jeff May, Jeff uh, of Cash the Line. Hello. Good, good to have you along, buddy. Uh, so everyone, welcome back. Everybody's been on the show. We really appreciate uh, having you two on. Um, always appreciate Christy talking about Podcast of Hope. That always means a lot to me every year. I know it means a lot to you guys as well. So looking forward to another year. A podcast to hope coming up this December. So uh, I don't know how much we're going to raise. We'll have to talk about that. But uh, it's been great every year to to, to raise money for St. Jude. So. What was our our goal last year? Was three and we raised four. Four, right? Let's so four, we're going for five? four this year. Hopefully, raise five. Hopefully, raise five. Look at that. <laughs> there you raise go. Raise the bar. But we have to. We can't like just drag it out for eight days. We have to keep it at eight out. Eight out. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. Yeah. 12 hours, 12 hours, 4 p.m. to midnight. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Um, yeah. Well, for you guys, it's 3 to, three to 11. Eight hours. But. Yeah, eight hours. That's eight hours. Yeah, eight hours. Maybe we could go 12. Maybe we should just change it. Oh, it's, easy. Easy. We'll do, we'll, we'll do, <laughs> maybe 24. We could do three. No, no. Okay, okay. Much. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get into the news. A um, couple notes tonight, tonight, and we'll get right into the show here in a moment. Um New blog post is on the website and it's really good. I mean, I love all the blog posts. I really appreciate Angie being in charge of the blog, uh, being our blog manager. She finds the greatest blogs uh, for blog posts that people are talking to. And if you want any information, send us uh, in, uh, uh, email geocache talk at gmail.com and we can get you in touch with Angie. Um, we had a little bit of a snafu. <laughs> um, 
internally on the website. Uh, we didn't really talk to one another about stuff. And anyway, we got it all fixed. So uh, blog posts fine. If you want to get us, you can subscribe to it. And what will happen is you'll get a reminder that there's a new blog post. So it's not a real, we're not like spamming everybody a bunch of stuff. But uh, she does post it usually once a month. And this way you can get a kind of reminder email wise of the blog post, but it's really good. Uh, Eat, sleep, cash, repeat, who I had the privilege of meeting uh, at Gigastock last year. Um, she um, she has a, tells her story and definitely have a Kleenex nearby when you listen, when you read that blog post. So it's great though. Very, very well done. But everybody uh, keeps in your, you know, you have a story out there you haven't told yet. So right. send exactly. it in. Share that story with other people. You might be surprised who can relate to it. Absolutely. No, you're exactly right. Uh, okay, quick notes to you. Stock update, podcast, vlogger panel, Saturday at 2.30. Um, we will be on that, Jesse and I. Um, and vloggers. Are you going to be on that, Jeff? Are you just going to be in, the, are you gonna be in the, the, the crowd? I'll be in the crowd and the meet and greet afterwards. Okay. But there for support. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely, definitely nearby because um, I'm. We'll definitely point you out. So we're gonna go. You can wave nice. at everybody. So it'd be great. We love. There's gonna be you. a bunch of bloggers there too. There will we'll be. be nice. We're not heckled. Right. <laughs> we're, we're hoping for that. That's our goal. Ah, not, little heckling's okay. Yeah, right. we'll get those anyway. Uh, and then our show that week will be from the GPS Maze uh, Sunday at three. So if you're local and you're still around sunday uh at three come by and actually watch the show live uh if you're not you'll try to remember and we'll remind people that the show's not at 8 p.m that night it's at 3 p.m that day so like uh, one of our international shows exactly it's kind of like exactly exactly just like that okay so to tonight is the last night <laughs> today is the last day tonight is the last night to purchase meals rodeo and racetrack ride or drive tickets. So if you want to be in the limo as they race you around the, the track at the Texas Motor Speedway, um, you, need to lo- you need to do that tonight. Tonight is the deadline. Um, also, um, they need to fill some more rooms at, the, at the, the Sheraton. So if you are available to do that, we would really appreciate you switching your your hotel to the host hotel. There's a lot of cool reasons why. I mean, you might run into Jesse and, and Christy there. I mean, you know, they probably will sign an autograph, a book for you or there you go. So hanging <laughs> from the rafters, running through toga party, toga party right. at night. Toga party. Well, and we might do a, sh- we might do a show. You might see a live show. We might do a, we're, we're thinking about doing a show. Some highly likely from the share. A lot of random live shows going on. Yep. And we got a lot of stuff with this. So you never know. We might be just throwing stuff to the crowd. So you might want to switch your hotel over. If you do uh, let them know that you did it. Cause we happen to mention it. Cause it's always nice uh, to know that we are loved and uh, appreciated. So by it, we, we mean the Joe Woodstock, not necessarily us. Yeah, Gia Woodstock. Let them know that we appreciate them. It takes and, a lot to do something like this and, and convince hotels to gamble on some hobby they've never heard of and everything mm-hmm. else to bring to a city. So it's they need all the props they can get for something like that. And no, thank your volunteers while you're there. Oh or be gosh, a volunteer. Or be one. 
Exactly. Very much so. Yes. Um, the <coughs> Memphis Mafia, Memphis Mafia crew um, knows it well. Uh, I, I never forget uh, being there, having a table. It was our first table ever for for Geocache Talk, and both of them. I know. I think I ever. I, I saw Jesse the night, the day before we went to the early um, pickup, and. Mm-hmm. Man, it was it was a madhouse, but it, I thought it went great. And there were still people who were like, "Oh, I got to stand in line to get my early." It's like, "Hey, you're going to stand in line anywhere you go when you have that many people." And right. Well, five- and I found out for the first time from behind the scenes, like if you do an er- like they're doing early registration pickup, mm-hmm. if you think there's going to be a short line there because only two hundred people have RSVP'd, keep dreaming. There's yeah. going to be like two thousand people there, and there's going to be a line. There's yeah. no way to hand out packets to 2,000 people without without just right exactly. airdrop it. There's it can't happen. Can't. So just be happy. Visit with people in line. You'll probably be discovering trackables the whole time you're in line anyway. So just have fun with it. Right. That's what we did. Yeah, I walked covered with bugs in a good right. way. So That's right. Shirts and bags. <laughs> exactly. The good bugs. I mean the good know. bugs. Yes. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just Some have even are travel bugs. Like I don't mean the tattoos. I mean like their RFID stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can scan people. Make I sure re- you have permission though. But then start scanning people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I found one like that at Gigastock where the guy had a, a chip in his arm, and if you scanned it, it would give you the code. It's like, dude, that's hardcore. <laughs> that's hardcore, man. Um, but um, if if you do sign up to be or if you do switch over to the host hotel um, they're also offering early may's entry to all host hotel guests Um, how do you beat that i know you you can't beat that so that's a a great little perk it's like a 27 party right you're also at the same hotel exactly oh yeah that's gonna be crazy i mean josh with the geocaching vlogger is gonna be there i mean it's I don't know who all, I mean, a lot of people stay in there. I mean, it could be, it could be insane. So, all right. If you want to know any more, um, you can uh, either email us. We'll get you in touch with our people. Or you can email D Vickery. That's D E Vickery, V I C K E R Y at Texas geocaching.com. And she'll get you all the information on that. All right. Um, last item. And then we're going to get into our show, but, uh, been talking to a Canadian, not Jeff. <laughs> um, one. The other Canadian. The other Canadian. There's only a couple uh, up there. No, uh, talking to uh, uh, another geocaching, another Canadian that geocaches uh, about an event that is going to be taking place uh, Friday, August 16th is the welcome event. And the group is uh, Search. It is the Southeast Alberta Region Cash Hunters, S-C-A-R-C-H. So if you go to searchmh for Medicine Hat, searchmh.com, you can get more details on uh, the event that is going to be taking place. Uh, Really exciting. This is their 10th year, uh, and they've got a lot of cool stuff planned. Uh, It's like a mega. Um, They've got... All sorts of incredible stuff, uh, artwork around their city, local businesses are involved, a lot of local businesses. I was really impressed by their uh, th- their list of sponsors, uh, Starbucks and, 
you know, a lot of, uh, there's a brewery that's in, that's been sponsoring them. So, I mean, you can't go wrong. A little beer and a little, little beer and a little, little coffee can't be, can't be bad. So, uh, check them out, searchmh.com and think about, uh, making a trip to that event. So that's awesome. A lot of cool events around and we wanted to really highlight a couple. So that's a cool one. All right. Is that link to search is going to be in the show notes, right? Somebody was asking it is. for that. Yes, okay. uh, I'll put it. I'll put it in the while we're starting the show. I'll also put it in the um, the chat since I think I can. I don't think everybody else can, but I can. There you go. Searchmh.com. So very excited about that for them and uh, anything we can do uh, to help with 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 some of these events. Uh, we are more than happy to to help out. So all right. The geocaching challenges book. So I'm going to turn this over to Jesse and Christy to begin with. And as we kind of go through it, um, I'm actually going to um, kind of watch more of the chat room and I'll jump in when I can. But this is really their baby. So talk to us about how this whole kind of came about. Okay. And uh, the reason why the CFO is on here today besides just being able to bully me in person as opposed to in the chat room is uh, we wrote it together. So challenges and not to be confused with geocaching challenges, we're talking about <laughs> challenge caches. Which that's I a whole was, other story. Yeah. That's for another show. <laughs> we'll leave that debacle in the past, right? Yeah. But, uh, I, I had no, I needed, we're talking uh, about the living geocaching yes, challenges. Not the, good, the, the good stuff. It's not the stolen soon to be way market or, you know, whatever. right. Um, but the reason why we decided on writing the the challenge book was uh, out of everything. And everybody knows that, you know, I love where I goes and they hold a special place for us. But <laughs> the thing that's inspired us the most has been the challenges really to get off the couch and get out and do things and change the way we cash. And we go into the, the long version of the story, of course, but how as a family being so different, we were able to get into them together. Mm-hmm. And that's something we could all do as a family together, the challenges because there's so many different types, we're able to kind of, you know, find that common line and just really, you know, like we talked about last week, uh, you've been more inspired because of that one challenge you're working on than you have right. been in years sure. that I've known you about geocaching. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. Um, that same thing kind of got to us. And, and then I guess it, it surprised us that other people, people would say things like, I'm not really into challenges, you or, know, or I could never qualify. So yeah, I can never qualify or I could never do this or that or I don't understand them. And people that are experienced cashers, some of them really don't know much about challenges. And it was such an important part of our caching journey that we wanted to put it all together in an easy to read format that was also kind of funny. So it, it wouldn't be any fun if it was just serious, right? I mean, right. just no, you're right. an instructional book. Uh, that'd yeah. be no fun. We could do a podcast episode on that and be done. But this is that. But it's also stories and how, kind of how we, uh, as we are, everybody knows our personality pretty much that's listened to the show. We don't hesitate to to mention when we mess up. We learn a lot more from where we screw up than we do when you just everything goes right. Right. So um, how it kind of went is I threw up on the page just tons <laughs> of words. Right. And she made it into an actual book. Yay. <laughs> Way to go, Christy. Uh, which, you know, if, if I was going to write it, it'd be like 8,000 pages long and on every sidetrack rabbit hole in the world and nobody could ever read it. 
And I wouldn't use any punctuation or commas. <laughs> be one long text. It'd just be like a big yeah, text. Editing line. is something that Microsoft Word does, not me. I don't do that. <laughs> um, but uh, there was there was many times where I'm glad she was involved with it because, mm-hmm. I mean, I can write stories because geocaching has meant tons to our family. So I've got a thousand mm-hmm. stories that I could write in there that are fun to share with people that, you know, we learn things off of. But there were several times where, she would go, you can't put this in a book. She goes, right. you can't. I was like, but that was important. She goes, right. But, you know, those rants, you know, yeah, things that exactly. I'm in your life. But this is a good lesson. And she's like, you, you can't write this. You can't do that. So we took some of those things out. Or, or the, what were you trying to say in this <laughs> sense? Right. I'd give her a chapter and she goes, so explain to me what this is supposed to be saying. I'm like, didn't it make sense? Where or sometimes I read it back to and I go, man, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I was trying to say there. What was I thinking? Oh, well. We'd have to change it. But um, there are some stories in there that uh, people have heard us reference on this show. So so they'll be familiar with some of them, but this is more of an extended version of some of those stories. Yeah. Completely different ones. And um, Well, I like you did that, too, because I think it's important because um, you, you want to hear the stories. You don't – I mean, like you said, you could write a – challenge book to just list challenges but what's the point i mean that's not really you, you right. want to, and just to be clear about it we did get technical with it so we did talk about right which is good exactly what they are the history of challenges where they are because a lot of people that are newer in the game or weren't really involved in challenges before don't understand why some of the rules are in place and yes. you know we all joke on the show about it. i wish they would let us do this and that and you know I'm actually in quite a bit of support of geocaching when it comes to the rules they have for challenges. And that might shock some people, but there was some wacky stuff out there before. Right. And in the book, do what? Yeah. A lot of these rules have quite a history of how they got to They do. And we tried to give it, you know, I didn't want to write a history book because I wouldn't even read that, but um, (laughs) I would would read that. Right. Like I, it, is it, does it hurt anybody to spell out the name of somebody's cat? No, it doesn't. Right. That's, but that's, is that really that interesting of a challenge? It may be to a cat people. Sure. But, maybe. But to most, it's not. So they change a lot of those things. And what people don't understand is why they change it. It's not because just because it's dumb that people, I mean, I shouldn't say that right, but just because it's dumb, uh, <laughs> I'll say it again. Some of these things that people put out there, there's a different reason for it. You can change the name of a cache after it's published. So somebody may travel, you know, to get that X or that Z oh, and they yeah. travel a hundred miles and they get back home and get ready to claim that challenge. Change and somebody change the name of it. Oh, that'd be like, bad. Oh, I just spent thousands of dollars doing that. <laughs> That's like changing um, the, like the only one in your state or something. Right. So it's hard to do challenges on things that are changeable, right? Even though there's still some, you know, like DT is still changeable DT after grids. public cash yeah. and that can mess people up. But um, a lot of those rules were for really good reason, just to, I think they were saying like 80% of reviewers time, which I've talked to many reviewers was spent on arguments between cash owners and cash finder and challenge finders. So, and and there was some, we're not going to talk a lot about this tonight. I know, but we've talked about this before when you came down and we did, we went and signed a bunch of these challenges and that is some of them are kind of cool, but others are kind of like random as heck. I mean, (laughs) Find a cache every Tuesday uh, for, you know, find a 5-5 five, five every Tuesday for a month. It's like, 
Uh, okay, oh, yeah. I guess so. I mean, what remember that one? It was it was fives. It was, you had to find one on the fifth of the month, the fifteenth yeah. of the month, the twenty fifth. It was something like that. Remember that? It was like yeah, that was that was a wild one. And a lot of those old ones mm-hmm. didn't have checkers on them, you know, right. or don't have checkers because there wasn't checkers back then. Right. And we kind of talk about that too, how the checker system works, whether you're going to find one or hide one. And we go into some detail and some of that could be dry, but we tried to make it a little bit of fun. And but also explain exactly what's going on because if you haven't really gotten into the checkers, the Project GC challenge checkers, right? It's a whole new world of availability for some of these old challenges. And a lot of times they will build checkers for old challenges that not even the owners request them, but you can request that they be oh, built. Oh, really? Project GC will do that? Yeah. Obviously oh. it's not the priority because the sure. new challenge has to be the priority. And those are volunteers too. They don't get paid as far as I understand. Right. Um, a lot but, of those checkers be built as well and just need to be shifted over to the, the yeah. old cash. Yeah, click cloning them. We we try to go into detail if if you haven't if you haven't built a lot of them, it, it can seem kind of daunting to get into it for the first time. Mm-hmm. But it's really easy once you get into them. And there's a lot of information in there about you know challenge checkers and other challenges and yeah, I think that's where the book um, uh, the book comes at a good time because now you have these new challenge rules. So there might be cashers right. out there who remember challenges of past. Or they are like find a cash on every fifth Tuesday of whatever. Right. So it's not something they're interested in. And then on the flip side of that, you may also have um, cashers who are intimidated by the challenge checker. Um, And so we tried to break that down to show that it's not necessarily intimidating. It's easy to do. And not only can you go out and find some really high quality challenge caches now, but you can also put out your own. Someone mentioned in the chat room earlier um, about some travel that they're doing and um, is there a challenge for that particular travel? And, you know, Jesse suggested you should put out your own. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the the great thing about this book is it, it can teach you how to do that, which is exciting. That's cool. And the general layout of the book too. And um, it was a lot of fun, right? To get to work on a project together. That was a lot of fun. And to something that was so special to us and try to put it into not too long. It's not too long of a book, you know, a couple hundred pages, mm-hmm. but uh, it's cool. supposed to be fun. Here's, ooh, here's the picture. And it'll be at Woodstock and it'll be available on Amazon after Woodstock, yeah. but uh, to make it approachable. Uh, so geocaching is such a wide range of people, right? There's people that have been caching since 2000 are still finding a hundred caches every single day. Those guys should know just about everything about the game. Right. But there's some stuff they don't know, but the stories are still good in there for them. If you know, even if you're the expert on challenges, which I, I don't know who that would be. Right. But the expert on challenges, you should still be able to find something out of there or some inspiration. Yeah, it's not just a just an instructional book about putting out challenges or finding challenges. It has some stories in there. Um, it also has some information about our favorite challenges that we've achieved so far and some tips that we have if you want to go after those same challenges. And then just some some mistakes that we made <laughs> along the way. And um, Bunches. Yeah, and then just some funny stories, um, you know, about, you know, just Jesse cashing, just, you know, he and I or, you know, both of us with the girls. So it's an interesting read. It's not just a boring instructional manual for sure. But the instructions are in there. Yeah, you, yes. you should be yeah. able to start from scratch and go, now I know how to find challenges, plan for them, you know, do, do all the stuff that you need to go after them and publish my own as well, just from this, from this one book. So hopefully that'll help people and, you know, again, just like you, you got re-inspired by one challenge, got you re-inspired, and you've been cashing forever. Yeah. So, uh, uh, 06. It, who knows what that one challenge is going to be, right? And, of course, because it's a geocaching book, and, you know, 
it, yours was so popular the way you put it out and inspired me when you did the 201 caches or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple lists in there. So hopefully people will like those cool. as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Everybody loves and those. it's a geocaching book. So there may be some hidden surprises. Who knows? Ooh. Some Easter eggs. There you Maybe go. some Easter eggs in there. Because um, you, you can't do that. You can't do a geocaching book without some Easter eggs, right? That precedence has already been set now. <laughs> or movie. Or whatever Track. else, right? Right. I set that now. So um, Janice is uh, Jerry is like, do I have to mortgage the house to purchase it? It's like, I don't think, yeah, Christy responded. Yeah, no I don't think it's going to be that. It's not going to be that expensive. Oh, no, absolutely 12, not. And 12 uh, bucks or whatever. I mean, come on. It's a, so it's, it will be up on Amazon after the show. I mean, yeah. not after the show, after the, after group time. Uh, talk. She was talking. Yeah. I want to get the first ones out and be able to hand them out in person and sign them and do that and give that to people and stuff. Um, that's kind of the debut. We talked about that a long time ago, debuting it there, but it'd be up and available. And even for, cause we have a lot of international people for, mm. it'd be on dot AU, you know, Australia it'll be on the UK and everything else. So we'll have it for everybody that reads English, which, yeah, you know, exactly. Nobody uh, would want me to translate it. Be terrible, but uh, but at the show, at the actual event, we'll have them for a hugely discounted price too, for ten dollars a piece. Yeah. So signed and everything right there, and not no shipping, no waiting on it. So, uh, so we we have a whole couple boxes of them to bring down there. So should be a lot of fun. And for us, it's going to be fun being able to to hand a book that we did together over the last several months over to somebody. Yes, That'd be a lot of fun in person. You know, Amazon is cool because I'm glad everybody gets a chance to get it. But it's cool to get to meet people for us. You know, Absolutely. events are great, so you get yeah. to actually meet people that you talk to online all the time. So that's, yeah. that's why we're trying to sell it so cheap down there, so we can get it in many people's hands as we can. So yeah, a um, couple quick notes, and then we're going to kind of get into some of the meat of, of of challenges and talk about some things that you guys put in the book. Um, so. Travis made a comment, and I want to get both uh, Jeff and, and and all of Memphis's comments on this. But he made a note. He says he signed and discovered more than three thousand trackable trackables. Um, uh, it's a three thousand trackables cache. Mm-hmm. I think it was a challenge, is what he's referring to, that he wanted to do. And the reviewers talked the hider down from five thousand he had done originally. So, um, is that something that? Because I think you both of you have, have hid challenge caches before. I've never done that, but but both of you, yeah, have. So, do you find that your local reviewers are been pretty good about working like? Jeff, has yours worked with you pretty well about yours? And we'll get into some of yours here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they uh, pay a lot of attention to the, well, Ontario is very large. <laughs> so there's a huge, sure. but uh, they pay a lot of attention to the makeup of the community, the kinds of um, challenges that are already out there, the, the ranges and stuff. So if it seems like it might be too hard or if the, it's just really, there's a high density of that exact same challenge, then they'll kind of, uh, prompt you to make some adjustments if you can. Um, so yeah, they, they'll, they'll very, they're very friendly and uh, work yeah, with you. Like work with you. So I guess what's tra- what happened to Travis? I, am. I know all the challenge, you know, I've, I've known all the reviewers out here for a while and in the areas uh, around me for a while, the surrounding States or whatever. Um, we kind of talk about that cause there's a, and I won't get into the story now it's in the book, mm-hmm. but there's an example of where I did something like that. And I was actually unreasonable with what I was trying to put out. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't see it that way initially. Right. <laughs> I was like, this guy has to get me and he hates me. And uh, he was like, dude, nobody in the whole state's qualified for that challenge. I was like, oh, dang. Um, <laughs> I, I, exact same thing happened to me because a couple of the first challenges that I put out, um, this is before, you know, you had the restrictions for having a certain number of people that mm-hmm. already qualify and, and whether you qualified yourself. And so I was putting out a couple of pretty high extreme ones. Cause I know in Ontario, there's some really, really prolific cashers. And so they already qualify. So I wanted to actually make it a challenge that people wouldn't just be able to go and sign right away, you know? And, uh, I had to be talked down a few times and we had some nice back and forth discussions about what's feasible and what's viable. Yeah. It's yeah. uh and so we kind of mentioned that and one tip that we put in there and we go into a lot more detail because we've learned from a lot of mistakes. Um, just like with every, just about every cash type, except for maybe traditional, right? That we've ever put out. We get ideas for about five for every one that we actually publish because they're so extreme. They're like, no, that's not going to work. Man. You can't do that. Right. Like, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but, uh, you know, email your reviewer, shoot them an email and say, this is what I'm looking at. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. They will absolutely, it saves them a bunch of time. They're like, oh yeah, it's a great idea. Or, oh, did you not notice that there's one right down the street? Because yeah. um, that you don't realize because people call things different. Like in the book, we talk about the classic challenges: Jasmer, three sixty six, um, Fizzy. But Fizz or even the county one, the one that's inspired Gary so much recently, the county challenge here in our state is not called the county challenge. Right. You know, Fizzy can be called eighty one. It can be called Grid. It can be called all kinds of things. So you may not even realize right in the next town over, there's already the exact same challenge. So it's good to to shoot them an email and say, here's what I'm putting together. What do you think about this? Right. Yeah. So uh, it saves you a lot of time and hurt feelings because there is a proximity. There's no defined line, but there is, a, they don't want three Jasmine challenges in one town. Right. Right. That's, that's kind of, that's just stacking challenges. That's no good. So right. it can definitely save you some headache to, to do a few of those things ahead of time. And it's also a good point to remember that um, just because you see a challenge somewhere on like on the other side of the country, and you think that's a really cool challenge that it might not be publishable in your region just because uh, your own, your own community makeup or the cash landscape might be very different. Like um, I know I remember when I was down in Nevada, there were some challenges for like the easy was 30,000 fines. <laughs> like, are you kidding? It, but, but they have so many power trails that so right. many people have that many fines. So it's a lot easier down there. You wouldn't be able to get that up in Ontario. Right. So, I mean, we have power trails, but definitely not uh, enough people <laughs> qualify for that sort of level. So they'll, they'll vary from region to region as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we go into that a little bit too, because cool. uh, Colorado is not the same as other states. There's some mm-hmm. extreme differences between Colorado and oh, yeah. uh, well, any, you know, the coast. It, Every and if you travel different. and you go, right. oh, this is a reasonable challenge or who in the world could possibly meet this challenge? Right. Or we travel to Germany. We found yeah. out that a lot of the top challenges were in Germany. I think mm-hmm. there's one that's on the list that, uh, mm-hmm. what's the Let's reference the book? Yeah. Reference the book. That's what I should do. Right. Instead of looking it up, there's one on the Germany list mm-hmm. that was, uh, a no, popular that, one. Yeah. And it was a challenge that's like find, you know, eight five fives on every day in every country within four hours and something crazy. And so I was like, cr- I thought they couldn't put things like this out anymore. It's like one of the most, you know, in Germany, yeah. a popular challenge is like 50,000 favorite points as opposed to like 50 here, right? How about it's 1,500? 1,500? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you can see why she edits the book, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, here's the funny thing. 
tons of people have done that over there. Wow. You put all those crazy challenges you would never get away with here. And it's so different from area to area. And it's important to do that. And well, and talk about your five by five by five challenge that. Well, that's the one I tried to publish in another state. And they were like, people here don't do that. Right. Oh. Whereas <laughs> like, everybody I know goes after those. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's something, something with the fizzy grids. Like, um, when, when somebody says that they're working on, say, their fourth fizzy or something, I don't immediately think, oh, they're not that prolific of a casher because in their region, they might just not have that many DT combinations. So that would be huge for them. Right. Whereas over here, I know in Southern Ontario, there's like there's a huge spread of almost every DT all over the place. And I'm working on close to my 30th fizzy. And that to some people, that sounds ridiculous. But I mean, if you live in Ontario, it's fairly doable. So yeah. like even that, the, the spread of caches that are available is going to be different from places. And people, right. some people don't hunt that at all. You know, they, well, they don't hunt the fizzy and we were just in South Dakota and there's people up there that have done it like 16, 17 times or mm-hmm. all with multis or all these crazy things that I'm like, I didn't know people even did that. And it's mm-hmm. not just uh fizzy. Like we talk in the book about the Jasmine. When we first heard about the Jasmine challenge, we were like, Oh my goodness, there's no way we're even close. Mm-hmm. We came home and checked our stats and we were over halfway there without really trying just because of the cache population that's here in Colorado. We're lucky that we have a lot of older, well-maintained caches. So we yeah. you know, got really lucky. So you're right. It kind of depends on where you're caching. But the great thing about challenges is there are so many of them. Yeah. So you don't have to go. If Jasmine is not going to work for you because maybe you're not able to travel or there are not a lot of um, old caches in your area, well, don't go for Jasmine. Mm-hmm. You can go for Fizzy or you can go for the 365 challenge or there's a multitude of um, different ways for you to get into the challenge game. You mm-hmm. don't have to go for those big ones or, you know, put out something for, you know, the, achieve something, achieve some sort of challenge that you think is interesting and then put it out for your local caching community. Um, you know, they'll be excited about it. Cool. Yeah. Right. Nice thing is when you qualify for one, you also qualify for all of them if they're the same challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. Your year grid, you can now sign and find, at that one cache that's near you. But if you go traveling on a vacation or something, you find another year grid challenge, whatever the DT may be, you're free to sign it and log it because you've already qualified. Right. So that's another yeah. one. Yeah. Very cool. And yeah, we use challenges just like what you said Gary's doing. We use challenges to kind of re-inspire us a little. We had been caching for a little bit and mm-hmm. found caches. We're like, okay, awesome. This is cool. Um, but we are incredibly competitive as a family. So when we found out about challenges, we're like, wow, this is a way to be competitive with ourselves. And have a goal and, you know, it can really, you know, if you're in a caching lull or in your dark period of caching where you're like, Oh, I found two last mm-hmm. month. I don't really want to go look for another traditional. This is a way to kind of light the fire again and, you know, get things going and make it really exciting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or um, even kind of getting something brand new. You know, you mentioned the, the trackables. Mm-hmm. Some people do not, do not discover trackables. Right. That's their philosophy that either they don't like to do it or they don't, unless they've moved it, they don't want to do it or mm-hmm. they just don't care about trackables. Some people love it and sit around at these megas and just go through books and books and have discovered thousands. And um, it was things like that. We mentioned one other story in there too, but trackables, that's a challenge is what got us into trackables. Some challenges, you know, discover a thousand trackables and I'd seen right. like three. It's like, oh, the trackable challenges though because in a sense it also kind of encourages people not to necessarily pay attention to the trackables Mm -hmm. they won't necessarily look at the object or whatever it is or find out what their goal or mission is they're just okay spread them out on the table let's get pictures and auto log them all just for the challenge it's like oh true and there's tons of different ways to look at that right there's you know and 
you see there may be ways to, uh, did they just discover them? Did they, did they move them? Did they own them? Did, you know, so there's tons of different ways to get into different aspects. And the good thing is if you're, it's not like an all or nothing, right? Like I'm working on this challenge and I'm like, I'm tired of trackables. Okay. I've already signed this challenge cash. So it doesn't really matter if I finish it this year or come back to it in five years from now. Yeah. Just like the, the County challenge. Okay. I got the first time I need to break. I need to do something different. I didn't lose any progress. I'll yeah. just come back to it another time when I want it. So you can have tons of challenges going on at one time. And mm-hmm. we were kind of looking at that before the show started. Project GC has a great, which we definitely need to get back into project GC, our second half of yeah. that show. Something there's that, some great stuff on Project GC about challenges, the mm-hmm. ones you've signed, the ones you've qualified for, you know, and the map of them. There's so much on there that people yeah. don't even realize, probably. Yeah. Geo, Geo Dandrew on there uh, made a comment, and I made a note to the fact that um, I definitely think we need to do um, a Project GC show to help people, A, use Project GC more, but also we can also do one of the focuses of that show would be about challenges and how challenges interact with project GC. Cause I think a lot of people get, you know, like you said, they get intimidated by challenges, but then they are really intimidated when they go like, Oh, I got to go to project GC and work on this. And it's like, uh, so, so in the chat room, geo Jerry's adventures asked, is there a list with all the different challenges? Worldwide? Uh, so i'm not exactly sure like all the challenges worldwide yeah so what you would do is go to geocaching.com and just filter and if uh you filter for words in the name of the challenge you Mm -hmm. can just put challenge because that's one of the newer rules that the word challenge has to be in english no matter where it is in the title of the cache so you can see exactly how many challenges are worldwide now which is great i mean that's a genius rule and a lot of came out they were like i don't want to put challenge in the title Challenges like after the moratorium um, had that rule in there, you had to have the challenge in. Well, that was all the time, but have to have the challenge in the title. Um, There were still those leftover caches that had challenge that weren't actually challenges. But I'm finding now, recently, that's not happening as much. Good. Like pretty much anything has challenge is an actual challenge. That's good for the most. So they're not letting stuff through. You have to because it's in the rules now. It makes it easier to search, right? Mm -hmm. So. That's a good rule. I know people were, you know, oh, they're changing what I can do for my, well, there's a reason for it. So that's, that's a great thing. There's also a couple of cool lists in our book at the end about mm-hmm. some popular challenges. Um, oh yeah. That, you know, you can reference and. If you're new to challenges, like mm-hmm. if you're just starting off, here's a few to try. If you've right. been doing it for a little while, here's some more to try. And then if you're really crazy in advance or in Germany, here's some other ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. But uh, no, I, I think it's good. And, you know, we were we were looking at it and I didn't I actually didn't even know until we were talking about it before the show. But we've actually found 234 challenges. Wow. Which is to some it's a lot. To some it's hardly any. Um, we That's have 28 other ones that are signed and we have. But before we cleaned it up, we had about a list of 200 that we were looking at. Yeah. So we're working towards several and we've signed several. So it's. Everybody has a different level. Some people have done seven. Some people have done 7,000 challenges, you know? Sure. Yeah, I just looked at that just literally a couple minutes before the show started, and I found up I'm at uh, 387 found and about 40 signed. That's not bad. So, that's pretty yeah. Good. So that's, uh, you know, everybody has a different level of it. They uh, And they can do it. People may want to go and only sign one challenge and work them one at a time. 
that's could be a perfectly legitimate way to do it, but it's, it's fun to get out there and do that. Right. Um, and, and sign it. So that's like Gary and I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Gary signed some challenges that he thought at the time he would never, ever never qualify know. for. But I think that's something, right? Yeah. So you mm-hmm. can sign them. Just don't, you can't log them, but you can go ahead and sign right. them. Right. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Sign them. I was like getting uh, GCD out, uh, out west there. There's a, mm-hmm. a power trail of uh, some really high difficulty challenges. And I think I qualified for one or two at the time, but I just added them to a list. And now every so often I go back and check. It's like, oh, I qualify for that now. And, and so you can log exactly. them as found when you qualified. So, so it's cool. good to don't pass it up just because it's a challenge cache. Never pass it up. No. I don't care. I think you'll never be into it. One, you know, a couple of things from the chat room is people said, that's what makes geocaching so much fun is it's so varied. Mm-hmm. And you can change from time to time. So you don't know what you're going to be into. If you're still in the game five years from now, you may have an absolutely different focus. I know ours changes year to year. And that's one of the lessons learned in the book is in the in the beginning, we didn't realize that you could still go ahead and sign or you could, you know, right. sign a log and then come back and, and qualify for it later. So we right. passed up so many. Well, and they clarified that new rules after the moratorium, yeah. which is great because mm-hmm. it's clear. You can't have that because there's still people that say, the old challenges, they would say, don't so, don't you dare go sign it before you're qualified. So they cleared that up in the rules. Now, right? Like that, that's the other thing. How can the owner verify that somebody, I mean, didn't qualify before they signed the cash? Especially right. if you don't have to date your name, right? It's just your name is in the log sheet. Oh, but you know, it's it didn't really work out. It's not something that's enforceable. Yeah, and it's um, you know, um, it's all gray. Which is that's where the problems came in in the first place. It's all great. Well, they think it's this way, and you think it's that way, and um, so an interesting number that just came up in the chat room. I want to before it scrolls away and is gone, like you know, chat room starts going. Um, uh, geocaching with GS, GSMX two says twenty five thousand five hundred fifty eight challenges came up when they put challenge in the title. Oh wow, that's cool. And there's probably of the old ones that don't have challenge in the name. Now, right? I don't know if if they did this or not, cause I didn't mention it, but you, another way to, to kind of clear that up is make sure you only check unknown as the category. Cause sometimes people put challenge in titles of other ones. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot, either way, that's a whole lot of challenges out there, you know, to go for. And then and, someone else in the chat room mentioned that they're not a challenge cacher. So what I would say is that even though you're not a challenge cacher, there's some pretty funny stories in this book. Like the time Jesse lost a drone, Easy. Or, we don't talk about that now. I'm just <laughs> you might want to read the book to get some of those funny stories out of it. So even exactly. if challenges aren't your big thing, um, there's still some 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 tips that you could really take um, and use for any type of caching. And then also just some funny stuff that makes fun of Jesse a lot. Yeah, that was our <laughs> funny stories. You know, whether you're a challenge cacher or you like where I goes or you know, heaven forbid, earth caches or whatever. Um, there's you know. We, we try to put some funny stories in there. So it's a fun read. And then if nothing else, I'm curious who's going to find the Easter eggs first because we can track that. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, well, you know, the, but it, it, the person it, I was just going to say real quick, the person that said that they're not into challenge caches. It's like, I'm not really into challenge caches, but then again, maybe I kind of am. I mean, maybe you kind of are. I mean, if yeah. somebody, somebody goes, I'm not into challenges. I got, do you work on fizzy grid? Oh Yeah. Well, that's a challenge. Um, or like, no, I don't deal with that. But I am trying to get all three here in sixty-six days. Oh, well, that's a challenge. Don't. Well, I don't think. And you know, the other thing think of those. Oh, I th- people a lot of times forget about those. Those are actual, like, real legitimate 
challenges. I mean, they're just absolutely. They just don't see them sometimes as a challenge because they think of them. They think a challenge caches is something like, you know, finding a five five every day for a year or something. I don't know, something like that. I mean, which sounds like fun, but yeah. um, it sounds like fun to you, not as much fun to me. Absolutely. Right. You know, and the other thing is too. So let's say you're not into challenge caches, and you know that that's fine. Everybody's into different parts mm-hmm. of the game, right? But you're probably into something. There's probably something oh, yeah. about geocaching that you're passionate about, and challenges are a good way to get others inspired to try that. Right. So if you only like LPCs or you know uh, one ones because you want them, or you know one terrains because you want more right. uh, caching out there for people with different disabilities. Right. Cool. Make a challenge for that. That's a great idea. Make something in that. You know, maybe it's yeah. where it goes. You know, I mean, you shouldn't have any encouragement to do that because they're awesome, but. <laughs> you know, it's almost like, but, if, if you've um, ever looked at your stats and saw something and been curious about some yeah. some uh, pattern then chances are there's a challenge for it somewhere probably and you know it right. can go beyond just geocache challenges maybe it can be a personal challenge um mm-hmm. you know maybe you want to start being more physically active so your goal is to walk and find a cache every day i mean something like that um and the challenge can kind of push you to do that then you know there's a story in the book very similar to that where there was a point in our life where we needed a challenge um and going after this one particular geoca- geocaching challenge um you know helped us I'm not going to ruin the story, but it helped us, um, you know, well, the longer change, change yeah. things, uh, change the course of what we were doing at the time. So when, as we all know, the longer you're in caching, the more it's going to take, it's going to be part of the narrative of your personal life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you go through, th- if you're in geocaching for 10 years and you have nothing bad happen to you over 10 years, good for you. But most people have something ups and downs over those 10 years. And caching can either be something that goes to the wayside or something that helps you pull through, the bad times, you know, and it's, it's all about how you look at it. And, you know, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty open about things like that lessons that we've learned in life. So we, you know, we tried to, to come across that way at the same time, we're pretty much open book when it comes to things like that. All right. So, um, okay. I got to show the book again. Okay. Go show the book. When's the audio version available? So somebody jokes about that, but I am actually looking into an audio version as well. Yep, but that would be, awesome. it takes months to get that done. And we wanted to make sure we had it out and available for um, the the event. So we've been sitting on it for a little while for that, but it'll be six months before you can get, if nobody's ever worked on an audio book before, it, it takes several that's months awesome. to get one of those done. Yep. Who would you want to narrate? You know, so that's the weird thing, right? Obviously me, but I'd be terrible at it. It would take like <laughs> eight years to do it. Well, you would ramble. You wouldn't stick to the book. That would be the problem. Without getting sidetracked, I would absolutely ramble. There's no doubt about it. That's funny. Um, but uh, there's a the whole process, and I love audiobooks. Pathfinder says James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. You know he's probably not available in my price range? Um, Maybe not. An expensive well, book. Charles. To get this out for the community, not to get rich. We get Charles to do it. Yeah, there's – yeah, yeah, Pathfinder could do it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that can do that or whatever, but uh, it's I'm not one of them. So <laughs> somebody will be. <laughs> and well, you know, we, the whole point is, if you ever bought books on Audible, um, this yeah. will not be one of those things. We have to find a way to keep the project down because we don't want a thirty dollar book for people. Yeah. That's not that's not in the geocaching price range, right? I'd rather you spend that on good caches than an expensive book. So we're gonna have to find a way to get it out there where it's available to people at a lower cost. 
you know, a lower entry price to, yeah. to do things. We're trying to share good information, not become Stephen King, right? We might be able to put it uh, a way to do it on our on the Geocache Talk website. We'll have to work on that, but um, yeah, that's, I so, mess up the computer stuff. So, so I want to ask I want to ask you, uh, Memphis Mafia, and I also want to ask Jeff about hiding challenges. I know we're not going to get in. We're not going to have time not to get into a lot about hiding. That's almost for another show. Take a drink, uh, but um, I do want to get into it a little bit. But before we do that, I do want to mention one of our sponsors. Um, one of our sponsors is FTF Magazine. I'm holding up an FTF Magazine, FTF Geocacher um, Magazine. It's ftfgeocacher.com if you want to go subscribe. But it is awesome. I think um, one of the things that I love about this uh, magazine, one is I can still get a magazine, an actual physical magazine, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but incredible stories. Um, Electric Waterboy does a little thing in here always about uh, – what do you do this time about games and so puzzles? So there's one that I'm showing about Electric Water Boy. He tells and there's there's a lot of great um, great stuff in this magazine. Um, so we highly recommend it. Um, Keith Petrus does a fabulous job of putting this thing together. A lot of work that goes into putting this thing together. A lot of great a lot of great um, stories. There's a lot of great pictures. Um, there's, there's some good ads if, in case you're wondering, I know you usually want to rant about ads or give, but there's a lot of cool stuff as far as like, Oh, I never even heard about that. That's look, there's a geocache or geo tour in Baytown in case you're wondering. Wow. So it breaks a lot of news. A lot of times that you haven't heard about. Right. Yeah. And you, and you, that people put their milestones in there. I always like that. They always put the milestones in there, which is, and I don't know why it's so cool, right? Like the milestone is a great accomplishment. Yep. And like you see our ad right there, Geocache Talk. Yeah, there's Look at that. How and you know, and we're on podcast and we do all kinds of stuff out there, but I still get excited. I still have the magazine where we had a milestone in there. And I don't know why I'm oh. more excited about that than I was. It's a magazine. It's kinda cool. I don't know. It's it is different. Cool. Yeah. But it's obvious that that magazine is done by Geocacher, right? It's yeah, not absolutely. just something like, oh, here's a market I can sell stuff to people. Um yes. once again. Oh. You know, just like the movie Treasure, which we're going to go over in a couple of weeks again, but uh, mm-hmm. they did stuff in the movie. Well, he hides stuff in there, and if people don't know about the Spartacus game, that's kind yes. of fun. I'm not very good at it, but it, <laughs> it's a fun hides. game every time. Yep, hides and Spartacus. You know, it's, awesome. a, it's a magazine for geocachers, but it's also by geocachers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Keith. legit. You tell that it's a real person doing it that's that knows what's up. And if you've hit a milestone, you should absolutely send your information in there and yeah. get people to clap for you. And because th- that's important, mm-hmm. you know, and it absolutely. doesn't have to be your milestones, 5,000 fines either. That's crazy. No, you can do a milestone, fines yeah. or yeah, 20 yeah. fines or whatever. And I think it's exciting to be able to get recognized for some of the fun stuff that, that folks are out there doing. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's 300. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, you know that's something uh, 100 i mean the idea is that it means it means something to all of us he found 100 caches that's awesome i oh, mean we just, in. we just hit a milestone i just realized that yeah. exact cash we need to send it in send a note in for that anyway so subscribe to ftf magazine it's well worth it it's cheap 
uh, it's it's worth a few bucks to do that. So please, and it's well done too. It's it not is. it's not just a couple of pieces of paper stapled. Together. Oh no, it's, it's quality. It's, no, it's high quality. All for both the digital and the physical, right? Yeah, I think he still does. I prefer the the physical, but you can get whichever version. I did too. I, I preferred the preferred. digital until I got the physical, and then I preferred yeah. the physical. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just fun to have a have that magazine. I don't, I don't get a lot of magazines. That's that's one of my few. So, all right. Okay, again, we're not going to be able to get into a lot of, I mean, that's for a whole show about hiding challenges, but I want to ask, because both of you guys and, well, Memphis Mafia family and Jeff have all hidden challenges, so I don't know who wants to go first, but maybe, because we're going to get into talking about some of Jeff's uh, challenges here in a minute, but um, I don't know, somebody start and kind of give people sort of the one-on-one uh we don't normally do one-on-one but this is kind of a cool uh we well, can't really so. have a one-on-one with this because it's kind of an advanced topic right it is kind of um, it is it's, and it's, so mm-hmm. we'll uh we can start off the uh hiding challenges are a little bit different than hiding other things there's some other steps you have to go through right a traditional you just have to make sure it meets the rules with challenges you got to make sure that it meets more rules um, and you want to, one of the biggest things, and, and I won't go into the big thing about it, but we, we have a good chapter on hiding challenges. Oh, cool. A lot of people, um, forget, they get so caught up in a cool challenge. They forget the other elements of a catch mm-hmm. that they would put out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you have a, like a Jasmine challenge, let's say, and then it's a pill bottle in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of learned the hard way that maybe you need to, you, you got to balance it though. Right. Because there's, you can also hide them too hard. And then people get mad. They're like, I've already done the work. But um, have that balance. Still have a good cash page, have a good story, and have a good container at the end so people feel like this was kind of cool, you know? Um, now, if you're in an urban environment, you have to hide it where you have to hide it, right? I got that. But if you have the ability to put it where it's in still a nice area, mm-hmm. then you're kind of double dipping and, and jacking those favorite points up. And it's a good experience all around. So I would say that would be my first really succinct piece of advice is don't forget that it's not just a challenge. It's still a geocache. It's still the whole picture. Yeah. I'd add to that, that um, uh, what I really like is when a challenge, the final, the cache of the challenge is related to the theme of the challenge. Like say you're doing um, a challenge for a certain attribute, like tree climbs. I love tree climbs. <laughs> um, if the final is not, not a difficult tree climb, but it's at least off the ground, right? Then at least you follow that same theme. If they've completed the challenge and qualified for it with tree climbs, then this shouldn't be that different. And at least you're still following the theme. It's more fun that way. Now, one of the big things is that you have to have done it. You can't just sort of make up some crazy challenge and go, oh yeah, I've never done it, but right. You have to. Not only that, you have to show, you have to be able to demonstrate that others have done it in the area. Right. Uh, in Ontario, be, that's like a, you that's, have to do that, but now yeah. you now you do. Okay, mm. cool. It, it and that's kind of uh, subjective. Some will ask you for five, and some will ask you for ten. It just depends on Reviewer. that's kind of the reviewers. They're just trying to make sure it's not something that's going to sit out there and take up space, and nobody cares about it. Right? It kind of mm. depends on the challenge too, right, Jesse? <clears throat> a little bit. It does. It absolutely it, does. I mean, they're okay. gonna you know if you're putting out a Jasmine challenge, they're not going to ask you. If you're putting right. out some yeah. weird. You know, spell my cat's name like you, people well, used to do. You can't do that anymore. I know, but yeah, they would. But that's uh, right. They would ask a question like, or some weird thing well, like. A good example is the five by five by five, whatever. Yeah, that one. Yeah, they're going to ask questions yeah. about that. But one of the good things somebody asked in the chat room, and this is mm-hmm. a, I have an opinion on that. We'll, we'll see what your opinion is on this too. But um, should challenge hides be easy to find, or do you care? 
So that's an interesting one. The actual, you know, because difficulty is based on the challenge. Terrain under the new rules is based on the actual hide. So should they be hard to find? Because there is no real difficulty reflecting that. So what do you think about that? Jeff? I think that's, that's kind of a tough one because I think it would depend on how the listing is structured. Because I, I think if the cash owner... I, I think it would kind of come to the theme again. Like if the theme is you're finding very difficult caches, then I wouldn't be upset if the final cache is a difficult to find one because it, it, it flows. But if it's like you're doing, say, 100 parking grabs, 101 ones or something, then you wouldn't want that last one to be <laughs> a five difficult feet to find. Right? It's, be a tree climb. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. If, it's a, if it's a challenge that someone, let's say, that is disabled in a wheelchair and they're mm -hmm. going for it, and they were right. able to meet the challenge. Right. And the final doesn't need to be at the top of a mountain where you right. know they can't get there. Absolutely. That's not fair. Exactly. However, I will say if you're hiding a challenge, and, and I go into a longer version of this story in the book, but mm -hmm. if you're hiding a challenge, just exactly like what you just said, give them an idea kind of. So the difficulty of the cash hide is kind of one of those in the vapor things with the new rules. So right. there's nowhere to really reflect that. So I would put that in the description because I definitely got some feedback on one that I hid that was – more difficult. Now it was a diff it was a five five challenge, mm -hmm. and it was four grids. It was full thing, but the way I hit it, people were unhappy. They were like, mm -hmm. "These are supposed to be in lampposts." Mm -hmm. I'm like, "I right, disagree with you, but I want people to be happy. It's supposed to yeah. be a fun challenge." So, well, um, and just give them a heads up because if again, if they know it's at the top of a mountain, the final, and they know they can't get there, then let them know so they don't go yeah. for that. They go, and it, it's kind of a leftover from the old challenges as well because there used to be five five challenges that were film pots under a, a lamp post because the five five was for the challenge so right. i think some people still kind of feel like that's the way it should be that the yeah. rating is for the challenge not the cash or something like that and i think you can reflect that like with any cash really though if, if you're not intentionally if that's not part of the theme of it or whatever and you can give them the information give them the information ahead of time you know because you can really turn people off to things by, you know or misled, yeah yeah a lot of times like we found a multi this week or I didn't find a multi this weekend. Um, but it was one of those you get there and you don't know how many stages are going to be, mm -hmm. which whatever. Mm -hmm. I knew that going in, so I can't be mad about that. Right. And it was multiple <laughs> stages. I have a story about the fifth that stage is missing, but that's, a, that's a different story, but um, give people a heads up right now. I was able to, based on the logs, I was able to get an idea that I'm going to be there for a while doing this. It's a bummer that the fifth stage is missing, but give people a hint and be like, hey, guess what? Yes. You know, because that exact example is why I hate where it goes to oh. this day because of the <laughs> very first one we found. And there was no information that it was going to be about 20 stages and it, it was tough. So I agree. Give people a heads up about what they're going for so Thanks. that there's no surprise or shock. I mean, yeah, you want there still be a hide at the end, right. but you don't want it to be something they've worked weeks or months on and then they can't get to the final. They can't do it. That's should, just not We should fair. put that in a book. <laughs> I'm sure y'all did. I meant the Where I Go book. But, oh, oh. Um, the Where I Go book. That's for hey, another show. That's for another show. That's for another book. Uh, okay, so um, I want uh, to take a moment, if we can. I want to talk about a couple challenges, specific ones, not in the book, but um, I think that Memphis Mafia will be able to to relate or talk about their experience with something like this. So, so Jeff, we've got a couple in the notes I want to, uh, to talk about one of them, um, that I really want to take a moment on, which is, um, and people need to go watch 
cash the line, go back and find, is it, uh, you can put it also in the notes if you would, Jeff, the, you have a, a vlog where you talk about how, why Iron Man came about. Um, yep. uh, it wasn't your first vlog, but it, it's early on, right? Yeah, that was um, the, the the theme for Chasing the Iron Man, which was the old name of my channel, was based on the completion of um, a one-year daily caching, so the 366-day year grid. And um, that was kind of a, a really influential challenge. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a, a small challenge to take on because it's a daily. Any, I mean, there's like picture-a-day type challenges if you're a photographer and things like that. And it's, it's intended to be um, a significant personal life goal sort of thing and doing like geocaching every single day for a whole year. It, it's a lot of work. So well, it was a significant yeah. challenge. Yeah. 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 So, um, you've hit, you've hit a 366 day challenge. I don't know. Memphis and, and Christy, have y'all, uh, hidden well, a three, yes and no. something similar. So, okay. Yeah. So, or a variation of one was 365 days, which you have to do 365 now instead of 366. Oh yeah. Okay. But the one where it's 365 in a row mm-hmm. is different. We did one where you fill in, either just fill in the calendar twice or one where you have to do it all traditionals, oh, but it doesn't yeah. have to be in the same year. So you just fill in the calendar. So, the, you know, that that 365 challenge, the calendar challenge goes in a couple of different directions. One right. is the streak and one is the uh, just fill in, you know, the calendar with whatever, if it's, you know, all in one year, five times, traditionals only, mysteries only. There's there's all kinds of those out there. Um, that's we, see, we, that's we the cool part of both of those challenges. But we mm-hmm. own one that's uh, one for all traditionals, and then one to do the calendar twice. Cool. Yeah, the year grid that's not sequential or consecutive is um, is much more accessible because it doesn't matter how long you've been caching, mm-hmm. you can still work towards that. And it's funny because uh, even after challenges kind of started, there's a lot of people who are very active geocachers with tens of thousands of finds who never really focused on the challenges. And you'd think, oh yeah, they qualify, but you look at their grid and they've still got all these holes because they've never <laughs> really thought about it before. Yeah. So yeah, no. people definitely cache differently. And you, and you look at, um, so one of the top cachers in the world, uh, Mondo, yep. who follow stats, know who he is, him and Alan Mogul are, you know, the top ones or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he just happens to be from around here. And I, so I've met him several times. Um, a joker finds tons of caches, but because of his style of caching, I mean, you know, he's in the, yeah. See like 150,000 or something. Yeah. So, he's you know, he's, he's in, in the top. Group he's kind sure. of all maybe. Yeah. Um, but he goes and goes and goes. He, he likes finding a bunch in one day. So if there's a cache that's going to take three days. He's mm-hmm. not as interested in that. Mm-hmm. Reflects in some of his statistics and you think, and obviously he's because he's found so many, he's found everything pretty much, but it definitely congregates towards certain styles and certain types and, you know, and then there's some people that have only found like, you know, a couple thousand caches, but they've looped their grid like 10 times. You're like, how right. do you do that with that? Right. Cause they focused yeah, and, on it. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. I was, t- I was talking to somebody else about this with me, um, with the tequila 81. It was the first, I think it was the actual first challenge that I completed, but that challenge long pre moratorium, um, had the the date restriction, so you could only find only qualifying caches were published after published before the challenge and found after the challenge, mm-hmm. and so that meant that the challenge would get harder and harder as time goes on because the only qualifying caches they don't come out anymore, so they will get archived slowly, and you've got to right. find all these DTs, eighty one DTs, 
that are old. And that was the first challenge that I finished. And uh, yeah, talk a little uh, bit about that one a little bit more in deep. Uh, take a moment and talk about tequila eighty one proof. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. But um, um, that one, why is it? Why is it? I mean, what what is it other than just the normal fizzy? Yeah, there, there's another challenge. There's a California fizzy, I think it is, something like okay. that. I might have okay. to look it up. It's very similar. It's it's one of the few remaining fizzy uh, challenges with a date restriction. And it means that, yeah, if there's, there's only a certain number of specific DTs that were published before a specific date, which oh, means you will okay. have to travel to go and find those DTs. Oh, and as they get archived, they cool. get fewer and fewer. Right. You can't ask somebody to, to publish this DT for this challenge because it doesn't qualify. It's too late. So sort of a yeah. combo of Jasmine and Fizzy. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. So. Yeah, in a way. Those yeah, are really cool. I like mm-hmm. those. Some of those like that will say, too, that if you don't – that's another good tip is to really read the – Cash page. Don't just because <laughs> yeah. it has 81 in the title. It's just a fizzy. Right. Uh, there's a, a fizzy example. right here that's, you know, for only traditionals, the only physical caches, no non-physical, you know, so events don't count and things like that. If you don't pay attention, you can be really disappointed when you get home and go, Oh, I'm actually not qualified for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. UC mentioned it. I went from, from Casey. Yeah. So there's one in the notes. If you want to look at it and get an idea, it's GC 11 uh, puzzle zone water and uh take a look at that one that one's kind of unique um i never thought of that and then you know i guess it's a good example is in that something i'm sure uh you know you guys mentioned in the book is the fact that you can take a challenge as long as it's within the rules but you can do some checking and you can take a challenge and like twist it a little bit and make a variation of it in such a way that it's cool to you and maybe it's even cool to others because like, Oh, uh, I love puzzles, you know, like electric water boy, he he loves puzzles. Well, what can you do to twist it in such a way that you can make a challenge about, and we've, you know, we've, we've mentioned tonight, you can make a physics grid of puzzles. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Make it work to what you're passionate about. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's, it doesn't have you don't have to be into everything, but you're probably into something. Make it work to what you're or passionate about. It may be something that you're not into right now, but when you hear about it, you're like you get intrigued. You're like, Oh, I never thought about that. That does mm-hmm. sound kinda cool. Maybe I would be maybe I'll start maybe I'll sort of dip my toe in and I'll kinda check on, you know, oh, well I have done four or five of them already. Maybe I could do a few more and you could kinda yeah. get into it that way. So. And you know, it's that's what's so much fun because it's not everybody is into every type. Like some people are really into fizzy loops. We're not, I don't care. Right. I've really right. actually only completed fizzy once. Right. And if you look at my calendar, you know, if you look at our fizzy thing, everything is in that top left and bottom right corner. <laughs> right. Larger five fives. The one one and or a five five. Right. Love, those are like black on both sides of those corners, which yeah. you know, they get darker every time you get more of them. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of places that, you know, in that middle band that we don't even do a lot of those because right. yeah they don't fall into what we're doing. It's but now like right now. Jasmer, we love that. We're going for our second Jasmer. Now yep. we're a little screwed because two of the first people that have done it four times just happened to be in our caching group. Right. So <laughs> our opinion of that is a little skewed, right? You know, right. Well, and we love travel. And so Jasmer yeah. right in. Absolutely. A love of travel. So yeah. you don't have to do everything. And I don't think anybody expects everybody to be qualified for every challenge. Right. Just like the, the, if for everybody who's going to geo Woodstock, there's a geo art down there. That's, I don't know the name of it, Gary, you may have to help me with this one, but 
I can look forward to it. It's a big QR of all comprised of challenges. And you're probably not going to be qualified for all oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're probably qualified for some of them. Sure. South Carolina, sure. Michigan, Michigan. Okay. Yep. Oh, um, so I do want to take a moment because the show we're starting to get sore toward the end, but I, I, I'm, I'm a big cash hider. I mean, I've gotten 200. Uh, some of those are events, but mostly they're all cash hides. Some people are really, I know we're, we're weird. All you hiders of caches out there, thumbs up to you because you're part of the, the crew. I, we're not paid for it. Geocaching.com doesn't usually mention the hiders, but without us... There would be no geocaching, no game. No game. Nope. So, you, the cash owners got the bonus of the favorite points for this last promotion. We did, <laughs> which was great. When they finally got finally got some props when the cash carnival came around. But unless you're an event host, and then you don't ever then get, get them all. The, yeah, that's true. But mm-hmm. um, so, Jeff, would you talk a little bit about the Iron Man Bingo? Because it was about placing. <laughs> it was a placed challenge, right? Yeah, <clears throat> it was a, a challenge that was placed um, before the moratorium, right? And before days before the uh, date restriction was added. Um, <clears throat> but cool. yeah, so this was one that uh, I placed without qualifying myself. That wasn't a, a rule. Roll back and, then. Yeah, I'm gonna put in the show uh, notes. It's, it's uh, G- <clears throat> people want to follow along and play along at home. It's GC three. Difficulty five event bison. Okay, keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one took a whole lot of deliberation to get published. And the way it looks now isn't the way that the original <laughs> uh, layout that I had. Originally, it, this was when I wanted to have like sequential finds. Mm-hmm. So say finding five multis in a row. Right. And this is one of those points that I can completely agree why it wasn't allowed because <laughs> the, way, the way logs go, it's by day and you could order things, you could log them out of order and, and there's no mm-hmm. there's no way to verify that caches were found in that order. So it, it was very arbitrary. So we finally settled after a whole lot of deliberation with the reviewers on doing daily uh, sequential days of certain types of caches. So it's really a bingo grid of sequential caching styles with uh, 100 consecutive days in the middle as the as the um, wild square and what i love about this i'm still working to qualify <laughs> um <laughs> is that create- a couple of local friends yeah. um they saw this pop up and they i think i can't remember if they wanted to get ftf but they definitely wanted to be the first to fill the entire grid but the, to do that the bingo they grid, had basically it's a bingo grid yeah yeah, so one, two, three, four, five, B-I-N-G-O. And right. they wanted to be the first to fill the entire grid. So they created an Excel spreadsheet and layered all of the different sequential ranges and different styles and requirements to see what could overlap mm-hmm. and tried to complete the entire grid in as short a time as possible. Right, makes sense. Yeah, so they managed to get it within the 100 days uh, um, hundred days requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, their log is near the beginning. You can find it. It's Discus Crib and Dre Links. But it was just. I mean, they showed me the Excel spreadsheet. It was unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> and they they um, they laugh Look about it, it, but they like to right. they like to blame me about how much they spent. From the <laughs> Money wise. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have to give them huge props on that. Yeah. That was yeah. So that's the that's the Iron Man bingo. It was disabled for a year or so because I was trying to find a good way to hide it. It kept disappearing, but right. I'm not going to archive it. I don't want to archive it. Don't want to archive it. No. Yeah. All right. So it does bring up a good point though, about challenges mm-hmm. is that 
if you are able to get a challenge out there mm-hmm. and, and I don't care how crazy or off the wall it seems, somebody will work on completing it. Right. Yep. <laughs> there are people out there that will do whatever it takes to complete a challenge or just, you know, a cash. If you had a cash, um, yeah. there's somebody interested in it. Stop pointing fingers, people. Both these two. <laughs> Je- Jeff falls in that category but, uh, too. You know, <laughs> if you're interested in it and you can get a challenge passed, somebody's working on it. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So we're going to go around the room and do a little bit of final thoughts. Before we do that, though, Jeff, are you ready to give away some – Swag, some 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 cool, yeah, cool stuff. So, right. I'm gonna start with Instagram. I've been uh, running a few uh, uh, giveaways for some swag, some geocache talk swag. So, Instagram's uh, giveaway was for well, first of all, cash the line button Woo-hoo! and a geocache talk zipper pull. Yay! And the, uh, I don't know if this was the original or one of the first. That's the uh, original. That's original the, original. That was the very first one. I, and you know what? You know how many of those I have? One. I kept one. And the rest of them are gone. So I got one path tag of my own of our, you know, our, our first show, our first path tag. But anyway, I don't know. Jesse right. probably well, has a whole bunch squirreled away somewhere. But I just, I put them on eBay. There you go. Good. <laughs> Appreciate you. Hey, it's the only way to do it, right? <laughs> so we've got um our Go first draw and i don't know if the, i think this is gonna be backwards so we'll see if this works uh lost boy rambler lost boy rambler is it backwards is this right the right way that's yep, correct that's right yes way. that is okay, correct so it's backwards. okay lost boy rambler <laughs> all right so awesome contact very cool very awesome all right cool um now you got two more giveaways or no yep okay, okay so we'll do those well, i guess do, then, uh, um well, uh, you got two more, right? Well, let's go. Let's do this. Let's go. I'll do a few few final thoughts. Do another one because I want to finish with Memphis Mafia and the CFO. I'll let them kind of be the final thing, uh, final thoughts, final the final final thoughts. So let me give a couple my, my final thoughts uh, on tonight. It goes fast, folks. I mean, we could talk about cash challenges for quite a while and I, I appreciate um, uh, the uh, people that have been on you know our, our you know co-host and the affiliate and the people in the chat room who've been so gracious to, to give us information as well but um, I guess I'm I'm a person who maybe fits in with a lot of people who are listening which is eh you don't care about you you don't care about challenges well Maybe you might be interested in a few challenges. I think the thing is that when I first when I first hear about challenges, um, I I kind of initially get inundated because I hear about. Typically, you'll hear about a hundred of them, and you're like, uh, "It's too much. Uh, it's it's overload." But when you step back and you look at it, maybe there's something that's that might interest you and so for us for susan and i the thing that really became about interest was counties finding caches in counties because it fit what we were wanting to do which is do some more traveling and to get out and 
you know, I didn't have to climb a tree or, you know, I'm not going to be, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things about geocaching that I don't do or don't want to do. And that's perfectly fine because that's the beauty of geocaching. And so take a look around. My, my suggestion is don't write off all challenges. I would say you need to investigate all the ones that are out there and maybe, you know, you can pick and choose, find something that might interest you. Or even if you haven't gotten interested in something, maybe there's something out there that might interest you and you might find that you want to do a certain challenge. And maybe, maybe you are a tree climber. Maybe you love to climb trees. You didn't realize that there's, you know, there's probably uh, you know, a challenge out there for, I know there are challenges out there for certain uh, of the DT grid. So, I mean, don't write off all challenges. Don't just, don't just fluff them all off. Give us a giant meh. Uh, take a moment, investigate it, look for a search. You need to search for challenges that you that are interest to you. You don't have to like them all. Just find the ones that interest you. So, all right. Um, Jeff, do you want to do a, Another of your two of the th number two of three, is that your? Sure. Your... Yes. Okay. Uh, so second, we have the, I'm going to do the Facebook draw. Okay. And that one is same thing. Cash line button. Right. And get this. <laughs> talk. Zipper pull. Zipper pull. And the new geocache Ooh, talk hashtag. Sweet. I love that. <laughs> love the look of that one. Pink. Pink. Sure. Sweet. Pink. Pink. Pink sweet design for that, but it's on our webpage. Go go check them out. Yeah, it's really cool seeing how the, the the difference in mechanics of these different social media. Facebook, the Facebook post just exploded. It was all over the place. That's awesome. But uh, the name drawn for the Facebook draw is Nancy Gickowicz. Gickowicz. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. I don't know how so, to say her last name, but uh, yeah. Nancy's great. We love Nancy. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, Jeff, we're going to have you kind of give your final thoughts and then um, let you do the last one. And then we're going to leave the last notes for for them. So tell us tell us your final thoughts on challenges for now. <laughs> it's not the final word, but it's the final word for tonight <laughs> from you from you, at least. Uh, and we'll do we'll talk about challenges again someday. But go ahead. Obviously, I love challenges. Um, the, th the thing that, that I like to tell people about challenges is that it's like, uh, it's to geocaching what geocaching is to muggles, <laughs> right? It's like you you're, you don't know geocaching, but then you start geocaching and it's this whole new experience, this who, a whole new world. Once you've done geocaching for a long time, especially now that there's so many caches out there, challenge caching kind of is kind of a next level. Like it, you're no longer faced with this swath of all the caches that are out there and just going out and caching. stuff. Now you have a, like a direction you can choose, you can pick and choose. Um, you might go for caches that you probably otherwise wouldn't have seen or, or thought of going for before because it's a qualifier for a challenge. Right. So it kind of opens that, like I said in my last vlog, it, it opens that playing field mm -hmm. of uh, caches yeah. and, and selections and stuff. And, um, but I mean, and, and like you said before, it's not necessarily for everybody. You don't have to go all in. 
Um, you can just kind of pick and choose just like uh, casual cashers might go out once or twice a month or even a year just for fresh air and find a cash or two. Same sort of thing with challenges. You can just mm-hmm. go for an easy challenge. Um, your your uh, county challenge is a great one because it gets you seeing new places. You mm-hmm. can just kind of go and grab a cash somewhere out there and see what's new. Jasmine is great for that as well because there's so few caches that qualify for that now that you might target a cache in another state or province and have a, a road trip and enjoy that experience. Like you don't have to be crazy prolific cacher with huge stats to enjoy doing a challenge. Um, so I, I like the fact that the book should hopefully uh, kind of bring challenge caching down to a, a casual level mm-hmm. uh, so that people I can like feel it. like well, this could be fun. Yep. Yeah, Wet Coaster mentioned in the the chat room. He said just about anybody will qualify for some kind of challenge. So mm-hmm. it's a good thought. So, all well, right. Yeah, well, there's, there's that one challenge that's like uh, <laughs> you. All you need to find is one cash, and this cash counts. <laughs> that's not allowed anymore. You, you can't do that anymore. I'm sure. But, no, know. I got turned down for one of those. It's <laughs> funny though. It was going to be one of those at the 14er. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. All right. Okay. Um, let's do. Another giveaway? Let's do the last giveaway, and then we're going to have uh, Jesse and Christy finish up, and then I'll have uh, the, the the outro. So go ahead, Jeff. Give us the final. This one was uh, Twitter? Twitter, yep. So that one was just retweeting and following. And so we've got same thing, cash line button, and same thing, Joe Cash Talk, Super Bowl. Yep. And for number three, the brand new cash the line highly exclusive well that looks good that's right looks good it does <laughs> it like looks it. great it looks great and it is it, it is uh because you only did the starter kit so there's only a few of those yeah. around i do have yeah I, I did do another set so there's like a, a more generic uh large batch but not this color scheme and a different right metal so cool um that one will be for general trading and handout but so, the, the winner the winner of the Twitter draw is Mitch oh, Kamakino. Kamakino and the kid. Kamakino. No, just rich. Just rich. <laughs> <laughs> he can share. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you did those giveaways. That was a lot of fun to watch and see everybody get excited about. And it's always fun to, to do giveaways. So, so very excited about that. Uh, for for you and and we're really uh, thankful that you're with us uh, as an affiliate. So I know it uh, means a lot to us. So well, all right, Jesse. To too, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, all right, well, Jesse, give us uh, kind of wrap us up on the on the book on this thing on that you and Christy. <laughs> yeah. you and Christy. Um, so um, I, I'm gonna let the CFO talk, but uh, mm-hmm. you said that perfectly in that I think a good, uh, and the reason why we titled the book exactly what we did, mm-hmm. the game within the game is, and you explained it perfectly. Uh, we should have called you before we finished writing the book. That's a perfect <laughs> explanation of, <laughs> no, of no, it. Uh, right. Geocaching is this big game, which is a secret game, but there's also a secret game within the game. It's kind of mm-hmm. what we, you know, it's, it's a whole different thing. And people that are into challenges, they're really into challenges, but you don't, nobody, is qualified for all of them. Right. And almost everybody is qualified for some. Right. It's a good way to put so, it. So, you know, um, 
like we mentioned Mondo earlier, he's qualified for a bunch of challenges, right? right. He's not qualified for all of them because he doesn't do, nobody can do everything in the game right. because it's such a varied game. And yeah. uh, we're trying to express that a little bit in the book that there's something a little bit in there for everybody. Um, and, you know, uh, somebody mentioned in the chat room, I didn't get to get to it because it was going so fast, but they mentioned mm-hmm. uh, like the DT average of three, three, that's not our style. Right. You know what I mean? We go to, we've been to hundreds and hosted hundreds of events and that's what we'll always do because we like that part of the game. So we'll never have that extreme DT average that's high like that. Right. Um, but that's okay. We're okay with that. You know, we're not big loopers. That's with it when it comes to fizzy. So, yeah. but we're okay with that because we enjoy our style of caching and it fits in there somewhere. And right. I think everybody has their own style, at least currently, even though it may change in the future. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of a fun way to not reward, but motivate your own style, I guess. Well, and I think you hit the nail on the head. So, you know, we cash as a family. So it was a fun way for us to have multiple caches or challenges we can go for that interest each member of our cash group, um, which was exciting. So, you know, Jesse loves to go for five fives. The rest of us don't always want to go for five fives. Mm -hmm. Um, So by having our own individual challenges that we could kind of go for, it gave us the opportunity to work towards everybody's goal as a family, which was really nice. That's awesome. Yep. And it could be as simple as like the little one, you know, she used to love, she's a little bit older now, but when she started, she loved finding swag. Well, you can only find that in larges. Well, mm-hmm. Maybe exactly. that's your thing. You just go out and look for large caches and you don't really care about all the other ones. Right. So it could be tons of different, it just, it's a good way to get motivated, I think. And just to echo one other thing that was said, it's also a good way to um, look for caches you might not normally ever look for. Mm, uh, there yeah. are several stories in the book where we stumbled across a cache because we were specifically looking or trying to um, satisfy the requirements for a challenge that were amazing that we probably mm. wouldn't have sought out, um, you know, on its own. Um, so it, 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 it is a game within the game, but that can be interpreted in so many ways because you really do find some amazing caches. You go to some amazing places and make some great memories along the way just seeking out, um, you know, these caches that satisfy the requirements for these challenges. That's great. Yep. Well, thank you so much. Um, uh, I look forward to, to getting me a copy of that book. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to sneak one early cause I know they're going to be gone pretty quick, but it'll be on Amazon. Uh, we'll have the, uh, we'll have the link, uh, in the website. Uh, when it, when it's available, uh, if you go to Geocache Talk and you go to books, you'll be able to find it uh, after Geo Woodstock. If you're coming to Geo Woodstock, um, you know, make a beeline for the Geocache Talk uh, booth and get you a copy uh, and get uh, you know get uh, Jesse and Christy to sign that for you. And uh, really look uh, look forward to that. And um, I, I think it's been a great discussion tonight. Uh, it won't be our last. I know we're going to talk about these uh, and get more. And as we go on, we'll we'll talk more about uh, different different possibilities because I think there's there is it's a it's a it's a there's a lot of possibilities. And uh, Jeff, so much so many thanks to you, my friend, for being on as well and giving us uh, your insights uh, into um, into your experience with geocaching challenges as well. So, all right, well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Email us your comments to geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash geocachetalk. Uh, you can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, all the different 
audio podcast. And of course, you can always uh, find us on YouTube. We uh, strongly suggest that you click on the subscribe button below and ring the little bell so that you can be reminded of when the show is on. Uh, that will become very uh, important mm-hmm. coming up in a few weeks because I mentioned that, but yeah, we are. Um, if we do a 3 p.m. show, which we do once in a while, we're we're looking to um, to do periodically. We try to do an international show. Um, mm-hmm. work, working on getting um, our friends in Belgium back on the show, Geo, the GOT folks. And uh, if we do that, it'll be a 3 p.m. show. But uh, any surprise th- shows? Yes. Like maybe around Geo Woodstock time. Yeah, that would be how you'd find out about them ahead of time. Yeah, even we don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why you need to have a need to have that subscribe button because we're going to do a show sometime. We're not even know what it's going to be, but that's the way that you can really know about it. So definitely click on on that and ring that. You got to ring the little bell too to get the updates. So, all right. Again, uh, we uh, thank you guys for gals for being in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go check out the challenges. Go to Project GC. Go read about them. Go Google and look around and find you a cache challenge that interests you. And after you do, you need to go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night.